Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Trevor. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I got my ginger ale, my cranberry ginger ale. I got really excited when I found this in the store. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was like two days ago. It's pretty sick. It's amazing they still sell them. It's uh, it's March. Yeah. I imagine it's just back stock. Probably. I don't know. They got to get rid of it. I feel like I'm at Grandma's house all over again. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I thought you hated that stuff, though. I hate ginger ale, mm-hmm. but I love cranberry ginger ale. That's good. I told you. Yeah, it's delicious. I We had this argument last December. It was You were like, no, I don't want to drink ginger ale. Yeah. It, it, now it, you have it, and you're like, oh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like every, every, every sip is like one rock in the arms and lap of my grandmother while she stinks of cheap cigarettes. That's good. So, I mean, what I'm getting from that is that that's kind of a, uh, it's a mixed bag. It's like, on one hand, you don't, you, you can taste the ginger ale, and you're like, ew, gross, icky. And yeah. On the other hand, you're like, but cranberries, though. No, absolutely. Okay. You know what isn't cool? Um, uh, uh. You want to take any kind of guess? Me? That goes without saying. Thank you. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Oh yeah, fuck ice. Yeah, fuck ice. Fuck ice. We're. I mean, there's not much else that we could say. No, but I think we need to talk about it. Uh, We've we've been seeing a lot of shit in the news lately. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 pretty garbage. Yeah, they're fucking disgusting. I mean, they should just go fuck themselves. I mean, really, that's all we need, though. Yeah, but you know, this is uh, this. Wouldn't really be an episode, I think. No, we're fine. You guys have a good night. I'm Jeremy, by the way. Bye. We never. What do you do to the ones who are here? Well, look, you know, we, we prioritize what we do, those that are a threat to uh, public safety or national security. We're, we're always going to prioritize those. But what President Trump has done, President Trump, when he, when he signed the executive orders, he basically told the Border Patrol agents and, and the, and the 20,000 American patriots that work for ICE, you can now do your job. You will enforce laws on your books. There's no population of alien that's off the table anymore. And we've been waiting that, on that for almost a decade now. So, you know, I made it clear, when you enter this country illegally, you have committed a crime. And you can't want to be a part of this country and, and not respect those laws. So those who enter the country illegally, you may get past the Border Patrol, and in the past you have this feeling that, okay, I'm home free, I got by the Border Patrol, and no one's looking for me. Well, those days are over. We're looking for you. We're going to prioritize what we do, but we're going to force the law without apology.
Jeremy? I'm sorry. Fuck. I thought we were done. No. There's so much to talk about with ice. I, I didn't know. I. This is supposed to be an educational episode. So we're not going for the demographic that just gets their politics off of bumper stickers? No, we're thought... not. We talked about this last week. God damn I it. I guess I forgot. What what else is there? I'm sorry. Enlighten okay. me. Okay, so you want me to enlighten you? Yes, you want, enlighten me. You want me, me to enlighten tell, you right now. Tell me what is up. You want me to tell you what's up? Yes, tell me what's up. I will absolutely tell you what's Take up. Take me to church, girl. After this break. Trevor, if you could just stop hitting me and just tell me, like, just give me the background. Give, give me the story. Let's do this. I, I I thought we were just fuck ice. I've got I've got no basis behind this. All right, I will stop hitting you, but you cannot be dumb. I'm just I'm I, I'm going to try my hardest. I've got the worst Charlie horse right now from you just slugging me in the thigh just over and over again. This is terrible. Look at how bruised I am. You're very bruised, but that's because you bruise easily. But that's because you have an addiction and also an allergy to ibuprofen. That, that is true. So those bruises are actually welts yeah. from pain medications. Yeah. Still, stop, stop anyway. using this against me, you piece of shit. Anyway, do you want to know about ice or not? Yeah, all this time I thought it was a, it was something that, that kept my, my, my drinks cold and no. also my favorite drug. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's talk about the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency and not crystal meth. <laughs> you dumb mother... Anyway. Okay, I, I'm, I'm okay, sorry. Okay, let's, let's start at the beginning. We have actually always had a organization or several organizations that um, sort of regulated or investigated people who came to the United States, quote-unquote, illegally. Uh, this is actually something that goes all the way back to 1933 with the foundation of the U.S. Immigration and Naturalization Service, or INS. In fact, if you were born basically in the early 90s or even in the late 80s, you probably heard about INS because when the war on drugs became a thing, you also started to see a lot more discussion about we need to deport all of the illegals because they're the ones bringing the drug program or the drug problem here, I should say. But the war on drugs, correct me if I'm wrong, that was a good thing, right? Because that stopped people from doing heroin and, no. and cocaine and all that. No, it didn't stop anyone, and it's not a good thing. Please enlighten me. Well, I mean, we can talk about the drug war kind of until we're all blue in the face, but essentially what's going on here is back in the 60s and 70s, the United States decided that they were going to going on an all-out just war on um, any kind of recreational substance that wasn't alcohol. Now, this can't be a liter literal war, right? People didn't die in the process, Oh, no, right? they super did. Oh. Yeah, the U.S. military has, has killed people abroad. We have, uh, we have sort of our own law enforcement agents are killing people in the United States. Uh, for the purposes of stopping drugs that are killing them, so basically, we'll kill you before you kill yourself. That's essentially it. And also, I should probably mention, just recently, the uh, current president of the United States has decided to look into the death penalty for drug dealers. So, you know, 
That's just what? an extra good thing. What the fuck? Yeah, no, that's a real thing. Wow. Or, wow. Yeah, no, that that was this this week. Oh, my God. So we have all of this sort of shit going on in the background with the war on drugs and all this, but um, immigration and naturalization, basically... Um, Are we in Singapore, by the way? No, 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 we're not. No, this is not Duterte's regime. Uh, this is us, the United States. Um, you know, the, the freest nation in the world. Oh, wow. Mm. I thought that we were, like, super communists for there for a second. No, no. Surprisingly not. Um, so, the Immigration Naturalization Service, founded in 1933. Ironically, this was around the same time that, you know, we wanted to do things like round up Japanese people. Um, you know, it was about 10 or 11 years later but, or that that happened. But, uh, you know, guess who did that? The Germans. It was INS. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was here? Yeah, in here. That was here. We had concentration camps? Yeah, we sh- we we absolutely did. But in school, I was always taught that the Germans did that, and they were bad for doing so. And they were. But we did that. Yes, we did. I've been to Manzanar. It is a uh, horrific place. It is in the middle of the Sierra Nevada desert. Um, which in California is basically just all of the empty space that uh, Los Angeles or San Francisco hasn't reached yet. And uh, it's just this shithole out in the middle of the desert where we stuck hundreds of thousands of Japanese Americans in World War II because we were, quote-unquote, afraid of spies or people who just looked like they might be spies because we're all racist pieces of shit. Oh, wow. I feel like so lied to yeah yeah no it's great so essentially when immigration and naturalization first started it was under the department of uh, commerce and labor and after that it was uh, under just the department of labor in 1913 um in 1940 it got moved to the department of justice so you know already off to a great start this is around the same time that the fbi was created um and it basically lasted and did the job that uh you know, what we know as ICE did until 2003. You want to know what happened in the early 2000s? What happened? Well, I mean, there was, there was this thing, and uh, it was caused... It, it caused a lot of uproar in, in the United States. Um, for some of our younger listeners, people born after 2000, you may, not, uh, you may not have heard very much about this except during a very specific time of the year. Um, in 2001 when I was about 10, there was a an event in September of that year. Oh, man, I feel like I should know this. I yeah. feel like it's one of those things that they told me not to forget. Yeah, no, it, there was a lot of that. Oh, give me... It, um, was, uh, it was like... It was nine, on September 11th. 9-11! 9-11! Yeah. Is that it? Yes, that's like, it. Like two buildings went down or something. Yeah, so essentially what happened is that two people who were allowed into the united states um from several it wasn't two people it was uh, it was about 20 or so people and they were allowed in the united states on uh on i think work visas um and uh they while they were here they learned how to fly planes and were funded by this group called al-qaeda and they hijacked some planes and basically tried to fuck up the United States. They, they hit the World Trade Center, mm-hmm. which was at the time um, sort of an 
epicenter for world trade. I mean, literally was in the name. Right. Um, it was it was the hub for global finance. Um, they also flew a plane into a field in Pennsylvania because that one wasn't successful. And they also flew a plane into the Pentagon. Okay. And so uh, three different planes, 20 or so terrorists. Four buildings. Several buildings. Um, and basically a lifetime of difference between September 10th and September 12th. That sounds like a nine-day situation. I wonder. It was. It was. So, what was it like living in that time? Like, what what was it like waking up and realizing that everything was different? Well, honestly, I didn't really realize it because I was so young. Oh. And I'm sure you could probably relate. You're you're a little bit older than me, but you know, you were probably feeling kind of the same thing of like you didn't really know what was going on. Um. You know, there was a lot of different reports, especially in the early days, like who did it? Are there more? Is it going to happen again? Um, I remember hearing like, oh, there's going to be a nuclear attack now and North Korea is joining in the fun. There is this whole axis of evil thing. Well, in 2002, a uh, a bill was signed called the Homeland Security Act. Uh, The Homeland Security Act basically created this new department that sort of joined all of the different law enforcement, intelligence and investigative departments together and this was called the department of homeland security under that department another organization was created to enforce border security and this was called uh this this basically took what the um immigration and naturalization service and uh, the united states customs service like that organization still exists um but they took a lot of like the the border work that they did and they moved that into something called ICE, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement or, uh, Agency. And this is where we kind of get to the modern day. Since 2003, ICE's main job has basically been to break into people's homes, steal them away from their families, or steal the entire families and send them back to countries that they haven't been in 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, or to countries they've never been to. That sounds absolutely contradictory to everything I learned in school about what the American dream is. You're right. It is absolutely one of those things where we we learn in school, like, you know, we're better than, you know, Nazi Germany, or we're better than... um, But we had concentration camps. (laughs) We did, yeah. We did. Also... Have we ever done human experimentation on our own people for the sake of... uh, uh, Oh... Uh, oh, warfare? Honey. oh honey oh honey oh I, no I, I should don't. i should tell you about the tuskegee experiment sometime that sounds terrifying it's fine everything is fine but my flag so i bring all of this stuff up because i've been seeing a bunch of videos circulating online i mean we're we're in a society now that films everything for better or worse and uh i've been seeing like tons and tons of videos of mothers with children in their hands being rounded up by faceless automatons essentially by people who are just enforcing the border they're doing their job and they're arresting people in the middle of towns and cities they're they're in broad daylight just straight up fucking taking people away disappearing them and what happens to those people what happens to the hundreds of thousands if not millions of people that have already been deported under the Trump administration in the last year 
We don't know. They're gone. They're supposedly <clears throat> supposed to go back to their country of origin, which a lot of the time means they're going to end up dead. But so to, to we don't actually know. To to cut the bullshit. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we the bit was um, funny for a second, but like really. Yeah, no, it, yeah, we're just gonna cut the bullshit now. Um, I, I've said it before, and I, I'll, I'll say it again on on a previous episode. And you just look at this on on a very minor scale, right? Uh, just think about the minor impact. Um, you're you're taking a person like I have met legitimate Mexican people who do not know how to speak Spanish, right? Yeah. Um, they only speak English. Um, and in some of those regards, you are looking at uh, people being sent to a country they've never visited. They know no one. There's no connection there whatsoever. There's not there. There's a massive language barrier there, which is going to keep them from actually being able to maintain any sort of employment. Uh, further isolate them in a country that they is completely foreign to them. They're they as far as they were concerned. You know, they are just as American as you are, yeah. you and I, and. Um, you're right. I mean, for like, let, let's let's look at Mexico for a moment, or just really any other country. Every country is going to have that one area, or several areas where it's like you don't go there, you just don't visit. And for people who are native to that area, that is one of those things. Uh, it's just an understood, right? You just don't go into these certain areas. But being a person who knows nothing about the land has zero experience with this area whatsoever. God knows what, what can actually happen to these people, you know, um, let alone the shit that some of them will end up having to do just to be able to survive because, again, the language barrier is going to often prevent them from being able to be able to support themselves and their families. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? So You're creating the monster that you fear, and that, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. In a lot of cases, you, you if you're afraid of the cartel, for instance... If you're afraid of the cartel, I mean, if you're afraid of someone like ISIS, Al-Qaeda, if you're afraid of, of these groups that have this disdain for you, for your nationality, the last thing that you'd want to do is feel a person's hatred for you so deeply that they look for revenge in those in those groups and that's what i feel you are doing you are giving them them that alibi you're giving them that reason but continue so i don't really have much to say because i mean as we kind of joked around about in the uh intro um give me just a second uh as as we just kind of talked about in the intro like my main position is fuck ice Right. Fuck borders. Uh, yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck the idea of borders in general, but uh, fuck immigrations and customs specifically. Yeah. They've they've targeted people in the Oklahoma City area. Mm-hmm. They've targeted people in places that I've been to and that I, I've lived before. Um, you know, in California, they fucking busted into a bunch of Seven uh, Elevens. Right. You know, and uh, right now the government is basically trying to punish any you know you know city or state that has sanctuary locations places where ice is not they're not prevented from operating but they're not getting any help from local law enforcement they're not getting any help from the local government 
we're basically doing everything that we can to protect the people that are living there. So I, I just want to offer something just for full disclosure, because this is what modern society looks like at this point. And I, I like that you brought up the, the World War II situation, by the way, Nazi Germany, because with Nazi Germany, you you know, depending on what group you belong to, you had to carry by law uh, some sort of uh, documentation showing that you belonged to certain religions yeah. and so on and so forth. And you, you had to, to name where you live at all times. This had to be readily available at all times, lest you die. <clears throat> um and, and it kind of caught me off guard the other day because my daughter was talking to me because she, she you know, she goes to school, obviously. She's, sure, yeah. She's got uh, friends uh, whose nationalities just so happen to be different. And these kids are terrified that they're going to be removed from their family. Uh, some of them every single day come to work with documentation proving that they are U.S. citizens. Absolutely. And th- this is not a world where that we should have to live in. And this is not something we should accept as normal. A small child should not go to school fearing for their lives, should not go to school fearing that they're going to lose their family because of some fucking a difference of color. Yeah. You know, so like, that, like, that's the thing, right? It's like, you're, you're absolutely right. No one should, but we do. And the problem now is you are kind of faced with this sense that like, okay, uh, a lot of people simply say, well, it's unfortunate, but they should be born here. It's unfortunate, but their parents weren't born here, and we should only allow people who were legally allowed to come here. Yeah, It's unfortunate, but you shouldn't break the law. And it's gross. It's it's very disgusting. Nationalism um, is fucking creepy, dude. It is. I saw a uh, I saw somebody actually take exception with somebody stating that the that ICE is basically the equivalent of the Gestapo, right? Basically saying, oh, that's anti-Semitic. That minimizes the Holocaust. That that you know that's a, that's a, a trivialization of the the effect that Nazi Germany had on the Jewish communities, essentially. I, I'd, I'd have to disagree because but you're, you're, you're showing this. The, to... the point that I, I want to make is they're doing the exact same thing. Right. Ice breaks into people's homes. They conduct searches without warrants. Right. They demand papers in just public like places. The SS. No, just, just, it's like Gestapo. It's not the SS. Oh, you know? the, just, yes. Um, they, round people up and take them away. Yes. And whether we see them again, who knows? Right. ICE detention centers are all over the country. We have one uh, in Oklahoma. Right. They are essentially concentration camps. Because what happens? They just sit there until their deportation is processed. That can take anywhere from months to years. People just sitting... If that day comes. People just sitting in cells for the crime of not being born here. From what I'm... And and correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, if I... I feel like I remember this being a thing, but from what I remember, there's not like the expect there. There's no form of expectation of like a speedy uh, trial. No, there, nope. There's there's nope. just no time limit here. They can just sit on this forever. No speedy trial. No due process. No chance of really getting to prove that you are you know a green card holder or you are a naturalized citizens thing or a citizen things like that. People have been deported 
who have been born in the United States. Their parents were born here in the United States. Um, their great, great, great grandparents weren't, but they came over legally. Yeah. And this was, this was another thing the Germans did. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> because like, I, I mean, there, there were, there were members of the legit SS that, um, had to prove that they had 0% Jewish blood in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one situation where there, there was actually a, a commander um, he had been in that role for years uh, before it was it was found out that his great 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 grandmother just so happened to be Jewish, and they had to take care of this this problem, quote unquote. Um, so obviously he was stripped of his his badges and and thrown into the camp. He actually died there by um, a, a firing squad. Yeah. And I'm sure, as you can imagine, uh, public support for the immigration policy is very much divided down party lines. Yeah. Uh, That being said, even Democrats are more or less in favor of um, in, in favor of organizations like ICE existing. I mean, it was created under a Republican president, but it had existed for 70 some odd years before that. And essentially what we're, we're looking at here is that um, the only difference is in degree. Um, one such senator, uh, Kamala Harris, she's supposed to be kind of this progressive, um, you know, left of center voice in the Senate. Uh, here's what she has to say. She was on uh, Chris Hayes. One of the items that uh, Jeff Sessions attacked specifically was the actions of Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff, um, who recently warned the city's residents about an impending ICE raid. Uh, He he basically said, how dare you do that? Do you think those actions uh, that the mayor took were appropriate? I think that every mayor has to make a decision, and I've convened actually the mayors, um, various mayors in California, and each one is making a decision based on his and her um, estimation of what's in the best interest of their constituents. And I support their ability and their their capability to make those decisions. I'm not going to second guess it. Should ICE exist? Should ICE exist? Well, certainly, when we're talking about people who have committed serious and violent crimes, you know, I mean, Chris, you know my background, I'm a prosecutor. I believe that there needs to be serious, severe, and swift consequence when people commit serious and violent crimes. One human being kills another human being, a woman is raped, a child is molested, there needs to be serious consequence. And certainly, if they are undocumented, they should be deported if they commit those serious and violent offenses. So yes, ICE has a purpose, ICE has a role, ICE should exist, but let's not abuse the power, let's not extend it to areas that were not um, that are not in, in, in posing a, a threat to the safety and the public safety of, of these communities so problem with that is the fact that the people who are being carted away are not typically people who have committed serious and violent crimes no they're not these are these are business a lot owners. of times children business owners fucking uh, people who have never committed a crime in their life right but but that I mean, for me, all I'm hearing is just, again, you had the wrong skin color by default. If you are not a rapist or a murderer yet, there is a very strong possibility you can be, and we cannot accept that. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. We What we just heard from Kamala Harris is basically them saying, well, you know what? Um, this doesn't happen, but 
in the event that it does, we need to have an organization designed to basically take them away, not give any kind of due process whatsoever, not charge them with a crime if they committed a fucking crime, just send them off to another country where they can be dealt with elsewhere. So my, 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 my question here is this, because I, I, that there, there's just a, a massive part of what I just heard that just really bothers me because whenever you're looking at this situation, you, you, you say, well, we, we need them to exist for X reason. Why not utilize them in the event that those situations come up instead of like fucking stalking people on goddamn court, uh, college campuses instead of like going through fucking elementary schools, which that was reported um, instead of like going to fucking business owners and threatening to fucking, you know, shut them down. Yeah. I think my favorite one was when a sick girl in hospital was cornered by ice yep. and basically uh, they were demanding her discharge yep. so that they could take her away. Right. Someone who's in, in need of medical attention and they go, mm, time to time to go. Yep. You know, it, it's, I guess my main thing is if you support immigration policy uh, of any kind, whether it's strict, whether it's lax, whether it's uh, semi-open borders, you know, where our, our policies on getting here legally are, are much, uh, sort of much more loosened, um, whether you feel that, you know, only the people who have committed crimes should be deported, things like that. The fact is, is that that's not happening, and what we're actually seeing is that mothers, fathers, women, children, uh, men, anyone of any demographic that just fits the uh, single point of undocumented right. uh, are being basically sent to the fucking shadow run, <clears throat> as far as we're all concerned. And the, the biggest thing is that you will see these kinds of ruthless, brutal, violent deportations and it is not because of Trump. Trump did not create ICE. I, no. I want to make that very clear. That was George W. Bush. But before that, we're going, again, all the way back to the fucking 30s. Right. Like, this was not a new organization. It is an organization that has existed for years in the, in the form that it has. It is an organization that um, is something that was created in a culture of fear. And it exists specifically uh, in a racist context, it absolutely does. Well, it's they're, propagandized they're, racism. It absolutely is. It's it's basically saying, okay, all of the people that we don't want to be here are brown. That's right. that's essentially it. A lot of people could be from another country and they'll never be harassed. We know the president, the current one, has racist views on immigration. He wants people from shithole countries to be prevented from entering the country legally. Actual he wants, quote. He wants people from... Fucking places like Norway, right? To be brought in, essentially, you know, it's yeah, like, they, oh, hey, they cool, don't let's have... get the fucking, you know, yellow-haired, blue-eyed motherfuckers. Well, on top of that, yeah, I mean, it's nice you bring that up because, I mean, national socialism really isn't that uncommon out of Norway. Oh yeah, no, let's let's talk about that for a second. Like, uh, oh, I will say though, good luck trying to get those people to come over here because Norway probably has a better like standard of living oh, they than do. the United States. They do. Mm. I don't know if I'd want to come over here, even if I was super into the white nationalist cause, which obviously, right? I'm fucking not. We're gonna get put on that fucking fascism list again. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, we're gonna hit number. Oh. If we don't hit number five on that list this uh, this episode, oh. uh, I just I'm so look. Mad. Look, here's the thing. Like, I, 
I don't want this to be confused as another fuck Trump episode. No, no, because, no. This I is mean, a fuck it, ICE episode. It, it is. But and, it's, and, also, it's also a fuck everybody episode. No, absolutely. So that, that's the reality. What, what this is, like you said, this isn't Trump. This has been going on forever. The reality is Trump is only continuing a fucking storyline that's already existed for generations. It's just gotten worse over 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 time, you know. Um, I mean, and and I just want to clarify something. I am one hundred percent anti ICE. I'm one hundred percent anti borders because, frankly, uh, to to I mean, just look at the fucking current state of America with the 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 fucking let's call them what they are terrorist acts. I don't remember a recent memory outside of you know the obvious where these terrorist attacks were you know brought on by some fucking foreigner like the, this wasn't the case these were american citizens of very very light complexion you know it's it's kind of funny there so a lot of people like to bring up well i'm irish we fucking racist against irish people um i'm gonna go ahead and just play something go ahead No Irish need apply. We say goodbye, make our mothers cry, break hearts for the dream. And no Irish need apply. Who built the bridges, mate, and scraped the city sky? Then bled with your sons. And so, the blend begun when I wed your lovely daughter. Maybe you shouldn't order, but you gave her away to be with me. Now, what do you think? Are you gonna buy me a drink? Aye, with these hands and with this heart, I touch you and we never stand apart. E pluribus bleeding unum. Have you got it? Do you know what that means? It means blend. Blend is the backbone of this place. Look around you. Every generation's got a different face. Some very different. Some pretty like me. Everyone's gorgeous if you open your eyes to see. We were all them once. And now we're just us. Just you, S. Ask your old granny if you need more proof. I'll take a look in the mirror, then you'll see the truth. The blend. I am blend. And so are you. And you. And you. And that other fella too. We are all blend. From the beginning to the end. So, glasses up. And I'll say oi to the beauty of blend. So that was a uh, commercial for a whiskey. And uh, what's, what's interesting about that is there's almost no talk about whiskey. 
Right. I mean, it mentions blend, and that's kind of clever, whatever. But uh, mostly, it's just a it's it's a simple fuck you to nationalism, which I appreciate greatly. And it's also a a very big fuck you to the people who are trying to minimize the actual racism going on in this country by using things like oh the Irish are persecuted. Um, it's not the same. No. And what's I, what's fucking horrendous about the the situation with ICE, what's horrendous about the situation with the white nationalism in this country right now, is it is the most ignorant kind of it. It is the dumbest shit on the planet. Well, and I mean, let, let's be very real about this. A lot of the a lot of the white nationalists who are fucking bringing up the Irish into this conversation are not Irish. Like, I can tell you right now, I'm very Irish. I've, my family emigrated directly out of Ireland not even that long ago. It was just a few generations. And they did face that oppression. I know those stories very well. Um, but they are not things that I would bring up no. whenever discussing fucking race relations with one of my one of my black friends. You know what I mean? Because it's not the same level. No, it's not. And it's something that your Irish relatives would probably go, hey, what the fuck, man? No, absolutely. My 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 heritage was, was honestly, a lot of them were exiled. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were, were exiled out of Ireland for, I mean, let's be very real about this. They were basically anarchists at a time that Ireland was fucked whenever right. it came to uh, social policy. So, I mean... Yeah, no, I get it. But... Uh, that that is obviously not the point of this episode no, either. No, not um, at all. I, I wanted to bring that up simply because I thought it was a very moving uh, commercial. No, but I, also I really appreciated you showing that to me. I'd never seen that before. But also because I think it, it kind of brings up the the genuine point here, which is basically that as anarchists and also as people of conscience, uh, people who believe in the free movement of people between different countries in different parts of the world and here uh, who don't believe that the the ground that I stand on is somehow much more special and better than the ground that someone else stands on. Um, We are all in this together and the people that are being deported and the people that are whose lives are being destroyed, you know, whether or not they're quote unquote good people in the sense that white racists mean has no fucking bearing on whether or not they deserve all of the same shit, the prosperity, the chance at a good life that American all dream. us white pieces of shit have. Yeah, the American dream. The the thing in school that you're you're taught, you you have a right to. I mean, ultimately you you have the right you have the right to pursue your happiness. And it's not right to me, and it makes no sense to me that you have to be a certain shade of color or a certain or, or worship a certain god no. in order to uh, qualify for that right to be happy. Um, you should be able to expect safety. You should expect to be able to go home to your family every single night and know that some strangers mass strangers in black haven't just come and taken your entire family by gunpoint and shackled them and dragged them into the back of a fucking paddy wagon and sent to location unknown 
this is the America the the that I was I was taught didn't exist. Yeah. One other thing that I want to say before we uh, we, we go to break is simply this: um, the only right thing when it comes to immigration is to open the borders. Open borders for individuals to move freely between countries to exist if they want in a state of transit. They don't have to stay here. They don't have to go somewhere else. They can just be. This is an idea that as of last year was derided as a right-wing idea. I shit you not, Charles Koch of the Koch brothers' infamy was derided for being in favor of open borders. Bernie Sanders said how preposterous it was to suggest open borders. And here we are, the President of the United States, a right-winger, someone who, I don't know how, but I, I probably bought the Koch support in the election, right. is essentially saying, fuck any idea of open borders. It's not a right-wing idea. It's also not a left-wing idea. When you've got people like Sanders, like, Bert, like uh, Kamala Harris, fucking going on progressive TV and saying things like, ICE needs to exist, borders need to be closed, there is no such thing as a f- as free movement of people, that it that should not exist, it is an anarchist thing. And it's sad, because it shouldn't be. It should just right. be common fucking sense. It should, it should just be a, 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 a humane expectation. Reality, you're not Republican in these regards. You're not a Democrat in these regards. You're not a Libertarian in these regards. You're afraid. If officers are at your door, keep the door closed and ask if they're immigration agents or from ICE. Ask the agents what they are there for. Opening the door does not give the agents permission to come inside, but it is safer to speak to ICE through the door. If the agents don't speak your language, ask for an interpreter. If the agents want to enter, ask them if they have a warrant signed by a judge. If ICE agents do not have a warrant signed by a judge, you may refuse to open the door or let them in. An administrative warrant of removal from immigration authorities is not enough. If they say they have a warrant, ask them to slip the warrant under the door. Look at the top and at the signature line to see if it was issued by a court and signed by a judge. Only a court or judge warrant is enough for entry into your premises. One issued by DHS or ICE and signed by a DHS or ICE employee is not. Do not open your door unless ICE shows you a judicial search or arrest warrant naming a person in your residence and or areas to be searched at your address. In all other cases, keep the door closed and state, I do not consent to your entry. If agents force their way in anyway, do not attempt to resist. If you wish to exercise your rights, state, I do not consent to your entry or to your search of these premises. I am exercising my right to remain silent. I wish to speak with a lawyer as soon as possible. Everyone in the residence may also exercise the right to remain silent. Do not lie or show false documents. Do not sign any papers without speaking to a lawyer. 
If you need more information, contact your local ACLU affiliate at aclu.org affiliates. If you are asked about your immigration status, you have the right to remain silent. You do not have to answer questions about where you were born, whether you're a U.S. citizen, or how you entered the country. Separate rules apply at international borders and airports and for individuals on certain uh, non-immigrant visas, including tourists and business travelers. If you are not a U.S. citizen and an immigration agent requests your immigration papers, you must show them. If you are over 18, carry your immigration documents with you at all times. If you don't have immigration papers, say you want to remain silent. Do not lie about your citizenship status or provide fake documents. All right, everybody. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Terminus Podcast. That was kind of a heavy one. Uh, but it was also light in the sense that it wasn't two hours long. Yeah. Um, that being said, this is the tone of the podcast from kind of here on out. We're going to be doing sort of shit about things that we feel are important and that you know, we think you need to know. So um, thank you so much for following us. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, we have a website now, terminuspod.wordpress.com. Yes, it is a WordPress blog. No, I will not hear anyone's shit about it. Um, it's a pretty good website. If I do say so myself. Are um, we still Arby's themed? Yes, we are still Arby's themed um, because fuck it, eat Arby's. Well, we've um, got the beef. We do have the beef. We also have other meats. Yeah. Which I'm just going to leave hanging because... I mean, just, uh, just figuratively like, and literally. I mean, just literally like the meats that I have right behind you. <laughs> um, that's gross. Anyway, gross but arousing. The the kind of the main thing that I want to mention about the page is that not only does it include all of the episodes that we've had on this point, which all of them link to our anchor page, which is really cool. Um, basically, if you go into any episode. Um, listing on the website you can click on the picture usually it's the terminus podcast logo either the one that we had for the first quote-unquote season which is basically up to uh december 31st of this year and anything now so like uh we have the old kind of the existing logo that we use for pretty much all of our like podcast stuff like on itunes or apple Podcasts, excuse me and uh on anchor um that's the one that we use for season one and then we also have one with mary fallon's face um that we use for season two mm-hmm. so that's fun um, but basically you can click on that picture and you can go directly to the episode, uh, page at anchor.fm, uh, anchor.fm forward slash the dash terminus dash podcast dash with dash Trevor dash and dash Jeremy. It's That's a, not long winded at all. It's a dumb link, but that will take you directly <laughs> to our page. And, uh, if you just search for the terminus podcast with Trevor and Jeremy in the anchor, uh, app, which you can get on both Android and the iOS app store, you can actually sort of interact with the episode. What's really interesting, I went back and I listened to the Chili Poop, uh, Chili Poop Eulogy show that we did last week, and someone had clapped. There's really? applause in the episode, which is super weird, but it's a feature of Anchor. So... So there's audible clapping. Yes, there is. What's really funny, though, is it's a button that you can press that basically if you hear a point in the episode, you just hit the button and it applauses for you. That is crazy. It's cool as fuck. Who applauded? Make yourself know. known. Send us a message. Nine applauses we got. Really? Yeah. Um, all in different spots or the same place? All in different spots. 
I need to go back and listen to that damn it's, episode now. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to. It's literally fucking 60 years long. But... Yeah, and I mean, you did spend a cool at least 30 years... Building the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at that same point, you can also, if you are a listener, um, leave a message for us. Uh, basically, this message is just a way of saying, hi, thank you for making the show. Or if you want to add something, you actually do have the ability to contribute to our podcast now by simply going to Anchor FM or using the Anchor app and uh, listening to the po- uh, podcast from there. So yep. that's really cool. You can send us messages yep. and leave voice messages. And, I mean, if you're lucky and you make an interesting enough point... We'll play that shit on the show. Oh, absolutely. We'll respond live. Yeah. No, just for you. It'll be, uh, it'll be kind of neat. I've... I, I want to kind of exp- uh, kind of experiment with that and do some cool stuff yeah. with that whole audio. But the other thing I want to mention about the website, terminuspod.wordpress.com, is uh, it's got all the links to everything. If you go to the About page, there is a link to our Patreon. There's a link to Facebook. There's a link to the Twitter page, which is being used basically as just sort of an offshoot of this website now. Mm-hmm. I've sort of linked all of the shit to that. Um, so anything, anytime we post, it goes there. Um, but it also has original writing. Um, I do writing out on the side. Jeremy does as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy hasn't written anything quite yet, but uh, if he wants to, he absolutely can. Oh, I plan on it. Yeah. So. But uh, the last couple of things, like uh, I have a thing. Is, so we did Terminal Jams. Uh, we plan on continuing to do that as a podcast, but absolutely. Um, I'm just kind of bringing it back as a weekly sort of like, oh, hey, here's what I'm listening to or watching or reading, whatever the fuck. Um, this week I mentioned Everything is Not Okay, Volume 4. It is a yearly fest in Oklahoma, which is really cool. Um, tonight, or actually Sunday night, or Saturday night, I'm sorry, uh, Humanoids, Fancy, Blue Dolphin, Emony 1, or Emony, oh my god, Enemy 1, Drug Charge, Xylitol, No Static, and Shit are playing at 89th Street in Oklahoma City, so that's some shit that I'm kind of jealous of not being at. Um, but... I've also got some stuff about, like, Oklahoma teachers' strike and why I support that. Um, Daughter's uh, teacher mm-hmm. is walking out, and their their, their strike is uh, actually on the day of the state exams. Yeah, yeah, basically they're saying fuck off to Oklahoma, which, fair, 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 fair. I'm about it. Um, I support, support that it. strike, and uh, I kind of list out my reasons why. Uh, despite being a hard-nosed anarchist who doesn't like the education system in general, yep. I think that the strike is necessary for both teachers and other state employees who are not uh, paid. And the children. And the children. Um, you know, one of the, the reasons I actually mentioned, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, Jeremy, because we were doing some stuff together um, for an IT course that we're taking. Right. Um, the tech industry, straight up avoiding Oklahoma. Yeah. Like the plague. It doesn't matter about maps. It doesn't matter about any of the other infrastructure programs that Oklahoma City has tried to do. Basically, because the state is so dismal with their education system, there's just nothing the tech companies no want. Reason. Yeah, so um, mentioning some stuff like that, basically, um, we'll be kind of posting every day-ish, if not, you know, at least several times a week. Yeah. Um, so that you kind of have some other stuff to read in the middle of like waiting for an episode. So uh, the Terminus podcast is now on on the websites, on the internets, so to speak, and you we're, can find we're, us there. We're official. We are official. Um, so terminuspod.wordpress.com. 
Um, of course, you can always uh, support our lovely friend and uh, the person who is currently suing us, Kevin Moan, by going to kevinmoantherreptiles.bandcamp.com and downloading his self-titled EP off of that Bandcamp website. Um, today's theme song was not that. It was instead Cobra Skulls with Ice in the Night. I thought that was a little bit more thematically appropriate. If you don't know who Cobra Skulls are, just go, go, just go listen, listen to, to Cobra so Skulls. much Cobra Skulls. CobraSkulls.bandcamp.com. Like one of the only good bands on Fat Rag. Oh, and they were they were on uh, Red Scare Industries before that. They were. It was very good. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, I do want to just go ahead and say if you felt any kind of objection to this episode based on party lines or based on, uh, you know, just the sense that like people who come here quote-unquote legally should be allowed and and rewarded for that and people who didn't come here legally should be punished um frankly go fuck yourself no absolutely Um, you know i don't give a shit if it loses all but one of our listeners uh i will absolutely say that until i'm blue in the face go fuck yourself you're making people's lives hell you're Mm -hmm. contributing to modern day nazism and uh Quite frankly, I give no fucks about your opinion one way or the other. So, now that we've made that clear, if you are not uh, one of those people, if you're the one person who's listening who is uh, essentially, they have a heart, mm-hmm. um, use that heart to do do things to support the people that we're talking about, the immigrants, the undocumented workers, the, the kids with undocumented status. Um, don't just sit there and thoughts and prayers this away because it's not going to get fixed. No. Nope. Um, support people. Fucking house them. Right. Uh, protect them from immigration and customs enforcement however you have to. We're back in those days. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a book that's famous in another 30 or 40 years written by someone who is in hiding from immigrations and customs enforcement. And the thought of that is horrifying. But that's just the fucking reality that we're in. We're going to have experiences from people in their old age who are going to talk about the horrors they experienced in the depo- in the deportation uh, pipeline. Yeah. And if you want to make that less of a problem, if you want to make that go away, then you need to be doing everything that you can to obfuscate and minimize that bullshit um one of the things that i've seen recently are people who work in state government quitting their jobs because they heard about an ice raid that they had to cooperate with and they're saying fuck that i would rather put myself in danger financial danger than support ice jobs are replaceable people aren't exactly and that's the reality and on that note another thing that cannot be replaced you baby birds We do love you, so please take care of yourselves, take care of one another. In the end, we're all we need. Good night. Good night.